Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. I'm coming to you from Texas. I am back home and uh, yeah, got home last night. Uh, by the time I hit stop on the clock, almost 24 hours of travel. Uh, I got up at 3.15 in the morning over there, Belgium time. And if I would stick with Belgium time, which obviously I crossed a bunch of time zones, but if I would have sticked with uh, with time out there in Belgium, once I got inside my door in my house here at home, it was about 2.30 a.m. over there. So almost 24 hours, real long day. Um, but... What I wanted to do was I wanted to bring you guys a recap on my racing experience out there, and I wanted to just bring it to you guys as one episode. Biggest reason for that being that uh, there's not a there's not a whole lot to tell, and I will uh, I'll get into that in a second. You guys will see why. So just to give you guys some of the statistics, I was there from July the 8th until July the 28th, and I got to line up. To race six total times, so I got to I got to participate and start six races. Um, out of those six, I finished one of those races, so one out of six. And it turns out that the one that I finished was the first race that I did. Uh, what was interesting about that was. I was also working, I was in charge of a group of juniors and I was taking them to races and I was having to go to the grocery store every now and again and I was having to, you know, ride back and forth between the two houses that we had to to get cars and such. Um, so that first race that I did, to be honest with you, I was a little bit kind of getting used to my responsibilities. I was a little bit tired. Uh, my legs were a little bit heavy, but it was an opportunity to race and so I took it. Uh, I struggled through that race. Um, I didn't feel awesome. I knew I had good fitness coming in, but I, I was just a little bit tired. The, the legs felt a little bit heavy, but I was able to uh, I was able to get through the race. I was able to finish. I believe they placed me 48th out of. It's always over 100 guys. Let's just call it 100. It probably was you know 110, maybe 120, but we'll just call it out of 100. Um, felt okay, to be honest. In that race. Um, the big thing for me was there were a couple of a uh, couple of parts on that course where we would just really scrub speed going into they were almost 180s and then you'd come out of those and you would basically full sprint and um, I wasn't doing the best job because I was a little bit tired and cross-eyed and kind of I wasn't doing the best job monitoring my cadence during those sections. And so therefore, um, man, when I was done with that race, my lower back was an absolute wreck uh, because I wasn't standing up out of those sections all the time and I was just pushing a really low cadence. And so it did put some tremendous strain on my lower back. And when I was done, I was really, really, really sore to the point where uh, fast forwarding to race number two, which was a few days later, I didn't know if I was going to be able to to be able to line up and do that one. I mean, my back was literally like that tight. Um, but I was good to go and I did line up for the, for the second race that I was going to participate in. So this one here, uh, from this point forward, they're all DNFs. Okay. From this point forward, I don't finish not one of these that I have left. Um, Finished my first one, felt really good about it. I was like, okay, cool. Trips off to a good start. This is going to be good. 
and I had no idea what lay ahead of me. For race number two, um, I'm pretty sure it was probably user error. I had changed out the battery in my right shifter, my little, little 22, 2032 coin battery, and I guess I didn't put the cap on properly, and so my shifting um, was going in and out, and... It, it it would it would shift sometimes and sometimes it wouldn't. Well, I got caught basically kind of in the junior gear type scenario with people that weren't on junior gears. And I mean, there were some straightaways during this course where we were just absolutely blitzing and I'm sitting there spinning 120 cadence like a hummingbird and I just could not get back on. Uh, couldn't Couldn't get back on. So eventually the, the gap was really big and, uh, and they pulled me, uh, I rode until they said that my race was over. So there's a, there's a wagon that follows the race. It's got an ambulance and then there's a, and then there's a vehicle behind the ambulance. And once they pass you, essentially you're kind of out of the caravan and, uh, they basically tell you that your race is over. And so that was race number two, really frustrating. Cause I felt better than I did in the first race. I had gotten used to the routine at that point. Um, I had gotten on some kind of a schedule, my, my rides in between the races, you know, numbers were looking really good. So, um, disappointed for sure, but thought to myself, it's all right. We've got another race in a couple days. No big deal. Next race. Um, yeah, just felt great. Again, drop my chain. Uh, I'm on a one by system. So a drop chain is, uh, it's bad. It's basically the, you know, the end of the race for you, uh, drop my chain by the time I got off, by the time I put the chain back on and was chasing, I, I was never going to catch the field again. So just to let y'all know, I mean, we're averaging 27, five to 28, five, 27 and a half to 28 and a half miles per hour for, you know, a, a race of just under two and a half hours. That was just like the standard speed for everything out there. So you can imagine once you get dropped, you're, you're just, you're not going to get on, uh, you're not going to get back on the game's over. So that one rode until they pulled me, um, you know, just again, really frustrating, uh, dropped the chain. I was like, you know, and I had gone through that section a couple times already. I mean, I had done a few laps already and, um, yeah, I just, I, I guess I hit that spot just right. And the chain came off. And again, I was feeling really, really good. So to give you statistics on how long I lasted in all these other races that I DNF'd, it was roughly about an hour every time, made it about an hour, uh, before something happened that, that had me out of the race, uh, was never really a, a fitness thing. It wasn't a, Oh, I, I, you know, the pack, I got dropped from the pack. It wasn't ever anything like that. It was, um, mechanicals and, uh, well, we'll jump into, uh, to the next one here. Um, I, I found a race that was happening the, the next day. So I thought to myself, well, I mean, I only got to race for an hour and there's a race over here that I can go do. And the schedule was open and I got the okay from the other staff members. Uh, they were going to take care of the racers. And so I, I went out there and, um, and I raced my bike, but, uh, in this one, the mechanical was a crash. <laughs> so I, I crashed, uh, looking back at the data for it, it looked like it happened at about 30 miles an hour. I'm just really, really, really thankful that, uh, that I'm okay. First and foremost, uh, I'm fine. I've, you know, I've still got some visible road rash, but I'm, I'm healed up. I, I was never really hurt. Uh, and my bike was okay. But, uh, yeah, I just, I, I, again, I, we had done several laps already. 
I just didn't see some road furniture and I hit the road furniture that essentially kind of acted like a ramp that just, you know, catapulted me up into the air. Um, did a, did a flip in the air, landed on my back. My bike flew about 10 feet. It was, uh, it was pretty wild. It was pretty crazy. Uh, I thought for sure I was going to be more injured than I was, but I wasn't. And that was the end of, that was the end of that race. So now we're looking at, I'm one, two, three, we're, we're four in. And, um, yeah, I was like, okay, well, I don't know what the rest of the trip looks like in terms of my racing, because now that I've crashed, I need to see if my body's going to be okay after the crash. And if I, if I even want to continue racing, because I did crash and I, I did count my blessings that it wasn't worse, but it's always a possibility that, you know, it could happen again. And, um, I'm not a spring chicken anymore. So, you know, I just took a couple days just kind of to just you know, ride and train and just kind of feel it out and not really put any pressure on myself, but I felt okay. I felt like I was, I was okay to, uh, to try to, to try to race again. Um, and so I went into, uh, I went into the last one that I would do, uh, feeling pretty okay. I felt, I felt strong. My body was okay. My mind was engaged. I felt like I could take the necessary risks and put myself where I needed to be to be successful. So I wasn't, I wasn't timid. I wasn't afraid or anything like that. There wasn't any hangover from the crash, um, and any bad thoughts kind of circulating there. And, uh, and so, yeah, we, we took to this one and this one would be the shortest one that I would participate in. So even when I crashed, I made it about 40 minutes before I crashed this one here. Um, yeah, I mean, I was, I was essentially off the back, uh, within, within 10 minutes or so, uh, because, we were coming into a section and some guys uh, started hitting their brakes and guys are moving and bikes are moving and all that kind of stuff. And a guy right in front of me goes down and I I very, very narrowly missed um, crashing again, which is something that I obviously did not want to happen. Um, I had to swerve left pretty quickly. Uh, there was an exit there, so I was able to go off into a field. Uh, but once I, you know, navigated through that field a little bit and saw an opportunity to get back on the road, I did that. But again, at that point, the pack is gone and, uh, this race averaged, ended up averaging 28, five. So, um, yeah, that, that was, that was just not, I was not going to get back on and, and, you know, I, I chased, uh, ended up chasing and catching, uh, several riders and working with some groups, but it was only a matter of time before, you know, obviously they pulled us because, uh, you know, we're no longer in contention. And so that was, that was my trip. Like that was, that was my racing. Um, frustrating, like, like really frustrating, uh, because, you know, I had been looking forward to, to racing some while I was out there and I, and I got the opportunities to do that. Like the schedule allowed for it. Um, and, and then I, I got these opportunities and the fitness was good. I felt so much better coming in there my second time versus the first time that I went over there, you know, in 2019, I felt so much more comfortable. I felt so much more relaxed and at ease. Um, and I really felt that, you know, if I would have been able to, to make it late into some of these races, I felt like my fitness would have allowed me to, uh, to be able to, to do some things and potentially score a, a pretty significant result. But I would never get to see that, that opportunity. I would never get to see that chance. Um, you know, so, um, one of the things, and this is what I want to end with. One of the things that I 
had come across right before I went over on this trip, which is pretty awesome uh, because it did really carry me through this trip in terms of my racing, was uh, I read somewhere that, you know, stress and anxiety stem from um, us wanting things to be different than they currently are. So anytime that we, you know, have a current situation, a current circumstance, a current reality, and we, we want it to be different, we desire for it to be different, it, it causes us stress and it causes us anxiety. And that was really what I had to just lean hard on was the fact that I didn't, I wanted things to be different. I, I wanted to be able to finish these races. I didn't want to crash. I didn't want to drop my, you know, have my chain drop. I didn't want to, uh, you know, to, uh, to, to have the, the battery, you know, go off on me and my shifter. Like I didn't want those kinds of things, but you know, after each and every single one of my races, I just had to remind myself that although that's not what you want and although you wish and you desired for things to be different, there's, there's not really anything you can do about it. Like those races have, have come, they've gone, they went the way that they went. Um, and you're just going to have to, you're just going to have to be okay with that. And you're just going to have to move on to the next one. And that was really, really comforting for me. And it really, it really helped me out. Uh, because again, as I said, I, I was really looking forward to this and, uh, to the racing and, and, um, you know, when, uh, when you essentially don't really have a whole lot to show for it, it's, it's hard, you know, it's difficult. Um, you feel like you, you feel like you maybe wasted your time out there, but I, but I know that I didn't. Um, I know that I learned quite a bit, uh, out there, you know, even though I didn't get to race these events all the way through to the finish, um, you know, I, I, I learned some things and, uh, and I'm better for it. And, you know, the last thing that I want to leave us with, and maybe you guys have, have had this happen to you, but the last thing that, that I would say is, um, you know, there, there are going to be times where a performance maybe doesn't go the way that, that you would have liked it to, or performances don't go the way that maybe you would have liked them to. But similar to having data, similar to having some kind of a metric, but then backing away from that and, and going with your gut, going with your intuition, right? Going with your perception, going with your insight. There's going to be times where those two things look different. And what I mean by that is when I look at my trip, when anybody decides to look at my trip and they say, okay, he raced uh, five times. And he finished one, but he had four DNFs in addition to that. Um, you know, it doesn't look like a very successful trip from the metric standpoint of things. And I would not argue that from the metric standpoint of things. It just looks like, uh, wow, a, a lot of a lot of not good things happened and, and you didn't do very well. But I, I know that if things would have played out a little bit differently some things that were maybe out of my control would have played out a little bit differently. I know that the metric would have been different. And so here where I am right now, that's, that's what I've got to focus on. And that's what I've got to lean into is that is, is knowing that that's an intuition that I have. That's a, that's a gut thing that I've got within myself that, that I've got to remind myself of. 
And so if that's useful for you because you've been through something like this, then, then I hope that that's helpful for you. Um, but Belgium was awesome. My goodness. Uh, I hope that you enjoyed some of the content that I threw up on Instagram. Um, just kind of showing you guys some of the things that I was able to do and see uh, and experience. But wow, what a, what a magnificent time. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I know I'll be back. So anyhow, if you have any questions over anything or, you know, if you want to know some other stuff about the trip or what have you, just feel free to reach out to me and I'd love to, I'd love to chat with you about it. But there you go. That's uh, race recaps, several of them in one episode. So thank you guys for listening and uh, hope this finds you well. Until next time.